ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in over 1,200 regions from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Nigeria, Puerto Rico, and Australia, and in the states of Maryland, Florida, and Wisconsin, because you keep tuning in. Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I want to celebrate with you my being chosen by Expertise.com, an independent research organization, as being one of the 16 best life coaches in Dallas out of 314. According to expertise.com, quote, unlike most other websites and directories, a business can't pay to be included on expertise. This gives our users the confidence to find and connect with exceptional businesses that are objectively qualified and authentically well-reviewed, unquote. I'm grateful to receive this unsolicited recognition. In fact, I only knew about it because a new client mentioned it. I appreciate the acknowledgement of the work I do to help people grow, heal, and create the life they want and deserve. And now for your tip for the week from my 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment ebook. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear, and allowing peace and joy to emerge. In honor of our topic today, your tip is discover your creativity. You can reconnect with your higher self by discovering what form of creativity gives you joy. Explore writing, dance, music, and art. Create just for your own pleasure, self-expression, and self-discovery. If you're concerned about people criticizing you, keep your creative explorations to yourself. Owen, the young boy in the recipe, accidentally stumbles upon his creative gift. Or If you're looking at it from a spiritual perspective, he was guided to the chef who helped him change his life. As the story unfolds, we learn the source of his gift. The creative expression of his soul helps Owen heal and find purpose, meaning, and joy, which is exactly what it can do for all of us. One of the attendees from my more fun, less stressed play shop sent me a photo of a stuffed animal wearing her t-shirt 
that said empowered. She expressed her creativity in this playful and meaningful way as a powerful symbol for herself and texted it to me as a way of showing me that she got the message of the play shop. I then took my t-shirt with the word grateful on it and put it on a stuffed animal that I had won as a playful prize in a writing contest. In passing her joy to me through the photo, she implemented another lesson from that play shop. We can spread joy by sharing our own joy. Changing the world can be just that easy. I want to continue the energy of having fun and being creative in my next workshop, which will be Discover Your Hidden Creativity. Albert Einstein said, creativity is intelligence having fun. We are all born creative, but as we grow up, judgment and criticism cause us to doubt ourselves and the fun disappears. To deny your creativity is to hide the deepest part of yourself behind closed doors. It's time to free your creativity and in doing so, free yourself. For details and registration, go to paulajoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or invite me to give a speech in your area or present a workshop or on an or this this one or on another topic like the Ohm Awakening or discovering hope and silver linings. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, John David Mann, who will talk with us about his book and upcoming movie, The Recipe. In last week's show, numerologist Alice Rosen reminded us how important it is to speak our truth in this 11 Two year. She said, if you ever wondered what you would do if there were a Holocaust in the United States, now is your opportunity to speak up. She shared that her 16-year-old son told her there was no point in calling the White House or in writing her congressman. Alice told him that we elected our government representatives and they work for us. We are not helpless. As a human being, as well as from a numerology perspective, it's imperative that we speak up this year. Next year is a three-year and there will be more chaos and the frequencies will make it difficult for our voices to be heard. It's as if we have a megaphone this year. 
which amplifies our words, the exact opposite will be true next year. I noticed that the universe was sending me a numerical message confirming the importance of what Alice was saying. Without my planning it, I introduced her at exactly 10.12 Central Standard Time, which is my time, and it was still 10.12 when she began speaking. Since the zero is irrelevant in numerology, the time was the same as the number for this year, which is 11-2. Alice encouraged everyone to voice their opinion in a kind way by calling the White House at 202-456-1111 between the hours of 9 and 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. and 4 p.m., Eastern Time. When I asked Joan and Ann Watts how their father, Alan Watts, would have felt about what is going on in the United States today, they said he would not approve. In fact, he believed in equal rights for all people and being caring and respectful to everyone. He even wrote about the environment long before his death in 1973. He saw we were in trouble and needed to take better care of our planet. Our government was making strides in that direction, but many of those laws have been repealed in the last several months. If you are silent, you are expressing agreement with what is happening. If you disagree, you must speak out. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page for previous shows on speaking your truth. Please listen to our shows on January 11th, 2018 with Alice Rosen, The 11 to Awakening, May 10 with Marianne Williamson, The Love America Tour, and December 29. 2016 with Robert Mirapol, Turn Anger Into Action. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to. Again, that's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, and inspiration, whenever it is. I'm here for you. For added value, follow my blog with Marian Stephan's story and my life coaching responses on my website, paulajoyce.com. As she wrote in an upcoming blog, I have a great deal of anger that has accumulated over the years, and I'm grappling with what to do with it. Dr. Paula said that one way to positively use anger is to channel it into righteous indignation. I'm going to direct my anger towards our current administration's attempts to to silence opposition, create chaos, and fill our minds with delusions while carrying out what is beginning to look like a holocaust. Now it's time for my silver lining story. Recently in my Facebook posts, I have been more outspoken about my concerns over the inhumane treatment of people seeking asylum in the United States, the eroding of civil rights for all U.S. citizens, the disrespect for our environment and animals and the increasing threat of nuclear war. Some of my posts have been merely to share facts. So many laws are being repealed 
that a lot of it is not being reported. When people ask why I'm sharing this information, I say we must know the truth of what is happening in our own country. Ignorance is not acceptable. We cannot form an opinion if we don't have the facts. I want to make sure everyone has the facts. Unfortunately, we are being distracted by our president's tweets and arguments so that people are not getting all of the information. Even if they're trying, it's hard to know what's made up. I even heard one program with several journalists discussing whether our president was intentionally lying to us or just didn't know the truth. That such a question is being asked is disturbing and reminiscent of Watergate and the impeachment of Richard Nixon. As a result of my new post, I've had some people writing vicious comments about me and what I'm sharing. I responded by saying, because of his abusive posts, I blocked Robert from my page and also deleted most of his comments since they were so offensive and angry. I believe in open communication in a civil, respectful manner. When people violate those boundaries, I delete their posts and block them from my page. I do this for all of us who want Facebook to be a safe place to communicate. My silver lining came in the form of a number of people who thanked me, liked my comment, and shared it. One person wrote, thank you for being such an example of a kind person with strong boundaries. This shows me people are getting tired of the verbal violence. We can't all agree, but we can treat others the way we wish to be treated. We can be civil and communicate with respect and a willingness to hear and be heard. I did create a post that sparked just such a discussion. I wrote, In civics, we learned that it was our responsibility as U.S. citizens to let our elected officials know how we feel about their actions. Some of the comments I got were people blaming various age groups for being apathetic or complaining about those who were unresponsive to their calls for action. Blaming and complaining are a waste of time and energy and are counterproductive. We must turn that energy into action rather than misspending it on attacking others. I don't think the problem is age-specific, nor do I think it can be characterized as coming from a single source. I think people are discouraged, confused, and distracted by the chaos, bullying, and haphazard attacks coming from so many different directions that no one knows where to look, what to believe, or how to respond. So much fear has been generated that people are paralyzed. Marriages are breaking up and relationships between friends and within families have been destroyed or damaged. People are emotionally traumatized and the response to fear is flight, fight, or freeze. We are seeing all of these responses, and it's creating more fear and more divisiveness. The solution is for those of us who are not frozen to act and speak up in whatever nonviolent and productive ways we can, like giving money or time to elect candidates whose agenda we support, marching peacefully, engaging in civil disobedience, signing petitions, volunteering our services, writing and calling your elected officials, voting 
talking to our children and others about what we believe, banding together with people who are well organized, have a good track record, and are currently taking the kind of action that resonates with us. We must turn our anger and frustration into righteous indignation and act on our principles. Our civil rights are being stripped away, just like in the early days of Hitler's Germany. It could happen here, and we must be vigilant and do everything we can to prevent it. My silver lining was that everyone in that discussion released their frustration in a civil way and ended with a commitment to speak their truth and do their part to bring the United States back to the principles upon which we were founded, a good thing to do on July 4th. Our guest today, John David Mann, rose to international prominence with The Go-Giver, co-authored with Bob Berg, which has sold more than half a million copies in two dozen languages and been hailed as one of the most important parables about business and life of our time and praised by the likes of Ariana Huffington, Brian Tracy, Seth Godin, and Glenn Beck. The recipe is his 24th book. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, Paul Joyce.com to like us on Facebook and I'll help you be part of the solution. Then read about and register for my next workshop, Discover Your Hidden Creativity, or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is when you are frustrated and angry, how can you turn it into righteous indignation and positive action? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with John David Mann, who will talk about his book and upcoming movie, The Recipe. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. are listening to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit with dr paula joyce to reach the show today please call 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to dr paula joyce at gmail.com now back to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down, when you're frustrated and angry, how you can turn it into righteous indignation and positive action. And I'm so pleased to welcome John David Mann, who will talk today with us about the upcoming movie and the book based on it, The Recipe. Welcome, John. Thank you. It's so great to be here. Thank you, Dr. Paula. Um, well, it's an honor to have you on the show. And I, I was wondering, during the break, we were talking about um, uh, the chef and Owen, uh, the two key uh, uh, characters in your in the book, the recipe, and uh, how the the messages of righteous indignation and what you do with anger and how you create positive action through that. What would they have to say about it? Yeah, well, you know, it's in a way it's so apropos because in a way that's. That's the story of the book, or at least that's where the book starts. You know, the the uh, it's a book about cooking and food, but it could have been about baseball or playing the piano or architecture. It's just the setting of food and the kitchen where the young boy learns his life lessons is just the setting. Um, the lessons are you know are really the heart of it, and it it all starts with with Owen's uh, anger. I mean, it starts with his loss. And that's where anger so often starts, is with the frustration at the sense of loss. So as the story opens, Owen has lost his dad. He's just, he's a young, he's a young boy. He's 11 years old or 14 years old, and he's just lost his dad. And he's angry at the world. He doesn't even know where to place his anger. And so he throws a rock at a window, and it causes all kinds of damage. And that's what sets the story in motion. And it's really the story of how to harness that 
that sort of blind, directionless anger, um, and underneath it, the, the pain, the grief, the loss that he's suffering with, how to harness that and kind of wrap his arms around it and, and go somewhere productive with it. Um, and, and, you know, the only reason, I think the only reason he succeeds in, in carving a, a life of creativity out of this, this mess of, of his life is because of the, the, the incredible kindness and caringness and, and uh, sensitivity of his mentor. Um, the coach. We don't all have that mentor, but we all kind of need to be that mentor to ourselves, I think. Um, yes, and to find one in the world uh, through a book. I mean, for me, I remember yeah. reading a book in junior high that, that inspired the rest of my life. Um, yeah. We can all find that person, whether we can get them in flesh and blood, which is ideal, but if not, we can find them somewhere. Like in this book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking yeah, of well, it's, which, <laughs> no, it's the subtitle of the book is uh, a story of loss, love, and the ingredients of greatness, and that's kind of the path. That's kind of the trajectory of the book. It starts with the loss, and you know, most of us haven't lost our our dads at the age of fourteen, but we've all suffered loss of something. I mean, I, I listened to your whole incredibly eloquent opening of the show today, and you, you know, you're speaking about the frustration people have and the anger and and the, and the fear. But underneath that, there's this sense that we're losing something precious and that we don't want to, you know, lose our civility, our camaraderie, our brotherhood, our, you know, the, the principles that, that, bound, that bound us together hundreds of years ago and that still should bind us today. So it's, it is about loss and how to transform that beginning into a place of love and then out of that comes greatness. So that's... You know that right there is the is the arc of the story, and and I hope it it uh, I hope it gives readers some practical tools to help them create that in their own lives. Well, I I absolutely loved it. <clears throat> the chef is so wise, and um, as mm. as someone whose first career was a teacher, he's also an amazing teacher and mentor because he doesn't try to teach him everything all at once and he doesn't do it through lectures he does it through learning um owen learns and then the chef sort of gives meaning and understanding to what the learning is after he's the owen has really already learned it but doesn't know he has (laughs) yes yeah it's he sometimes he teaches as much by what he doesn't say as by as by what he does, and by by genuinely listening, uh, without judgment and without uh, interruption, you know, um, you know there are there are uh, he has what he calls the seven rules of the kitchen, which which toward the end of the book are revealed to be seven real rules of living. But one of them is is uh, you could call the the law of little things, and and it's you know the principle is to pay attention to the little things. It's something that Owen learns as he learns to be a chef how to cut the vegetable, how to sharpen the knife, how, especially how to clean the counter after you cut. Um, every little aspect of how he's preparing the food, he's taught and taught and taught how to do it just right. And it, it seems, that, 
again, as I said, it could be playing the piano, it could be architecture, it could be football, it could be bass, it could be anything. Um, that's what I've found in my life as a cellist, as a composer, as a writer, and everything I've done. You know, the secret to great accomplishment is usually in perfecting these tiny little mundane things. And I think that's the truth of relationships. I mean, you said something powerful. You said in your, in your introduction, you talked about calling your representative. Well, that can seem like such an insignificant thing. And like, what difference does that really make? It's a little thing, but little things are what make a big difference. In fact, they're the only thing that does. I mean, the only thing, in my belief, that really creates titanic productive change is the patient accumulation of the right little things. So I think that's one of the key tools um, that, that Owen learns at the, at the chopping counter, at the chopping block. I agree with you 100% about that. Every action makes a difference. Um, Saying hello to someone, um, whatever it is that we do. And one of the things that the chef says is everything you cook reveals everything you are. And it Mm -hmm. I mean, everything resonated with me, but I'm also an Argentine tango dancer, and I remember one teacher saying to me, you dance who you are, and, and so I heard that in the words, everything you cook reveals everything you are, really Everything we do is a reflection of who we are. But talk to us a little bit more uh, about that and and what he's saying and and how important that is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in another another book of mine, it's one one of the Go Giver books. A teacher in there says, you know, people remember will remember you less for what you say and more for what you do. But far more than that, most of all, for who you are. Um, and and, I, and I, that's you know, a rule that I live by. Um, the things we say are, 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 you know, are important, but it's, it's who we are in our heart, what, what our thoughts are. My belief is you can't hide out forever. You know, people, contrary to popular belief, are not stupid. They are smart. <laughs> they sense it. We are all, uh, uh, you know, subtle, subtle sensing beings. And so who you are gets revealed. Um, if you're in a, in a ticked off mood, if you're irritable, if you're surly, if you're feeling sorry for yourself, if you're in any kind of service industry, that comes across. If you're a writer, that comes through the words. Um, I love this quote you, 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 you uh, brought in from Einstein. Creativity is intelligence having fun. one of my core uh, principles in writing is that I have got to have fun with the book I'm writing if I am not if I'm like sitting at my desk being kind of frustrated and and getting angry with 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 the uh, the difficulty of what I'm trying to do I know I've gone down the wrong path Uh, I know that if my book doesn't make me laugh the readers won't laugh if it doesn't make me cry, the readers aren't going to cry. If it doesn't inspire me, nobody's going to be inspired by, by any, any of the pages in it. And that's not just if you're a writer. That's if you're a human being. Everything you do is, is a broadcast of, your, of how you're feeling, of who you are. Um, and I think that's what matters in the world. That's what really 
affects the course of the world more than anything is how you impact other people. I think the world is like a gigantic billiards game and we're all bouncing off each other. And then the quality of, of the bounce is the broadcasting of your feelings. That's really beautifully stated. Um, you know, early on in my career, I heard somebody, uh, you know, give a day long, uh, you know, workshop or whatever on uh, prom- on how to uh, develop your career. And the one message that I remember from that is exactly what you were saying, and that is that if you want to be successful in your career, work on yourself, become mm-hmm. a better person, become someone who can be the career uh, that you want to develop. And and I think all too often we forget that we are the key because our energy, what we say, what we do, how we do it affects everyone around us all the time. And then that affects the people who they touch. Yeah. Yeah. So I so agree. Um, You know, you mentioned the go giver. It's the the first book I wrote that really, that really, uh, that people notice, and it goes back over a decade. And the teacher in that book, Pindar, says that who you are has a great deal more to do with what happens to you than than you can imagine. And I think that's that's you know not to get too woo woo about it, but I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think that um, you know unexpected events are always happening. We can't control the universe, but who we are. The, the, the quality we're creating in ourselves, sort of our default emotional uh, posture, you know, the, 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 the mood that we flip to when we're under stress, which you can train, by the way. It doesn't have to be panic. It can be positive. I think that who we are <laughs> has a tremendous amount to do with what events happen around us and what events happen to us. Um, so in that extent, we have a great deal more control over the world than we think we do, not by exerting control, but by nurturing our own quality and by working, as you say, working on ourselves. Um, yes, and and you also, um, the chef talks about uh, choices and composing your life and putting mm-hmm. your effort into controlling the sail, not the wind. We can't always control what's around us, but we have choices about how we direct ourselves and the actions we take in response. Yes. Yes, I, I love that uh, about the chefs. He, the cooks have this thing, which you, you read about clearly in the book. Cooks have this thing called mise en place. And uh, mise en place basically is French for, for putting in place. And, and what it is, it's almost a religion for chefs. You talk to any professional chef and they'll go on and on about mise en place. What mise en place is, is the, is the correct organization of your own personal cooking space. Exactly what ingredients go where, what implements go where, and so forth. And, and you, you apply, you can apply that, you know, to anything. How you order, how you set up your own immediate environment. Um, I, I think it's, it's worth putting an inordinate amount of time and thought and care into how you set up your bedroom, the room where you work, your office or your living room or your space. Uh, because that you can control, and it has huge impact on, on, uh, on who you become. You know, you're 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 literally eating your environment every day. Um, so in the book, you know, the 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 scene in the book is that uh, to 
to uh, prove or to show Owen just how how religiously he, he follows his own mise en place. The chef uh, has Owen pick out any item on the menu, and he picks out an omelet, and the, and the chef blindfolds himself and cooks the whole thing blindfolded, you know, chopping things and stirring eggs in the pan and everything. And Owen is completely freaked out that he can do this blindfold. He's like, how could you possibly do that? Oh, when uh, my co-author, Chef Charles, and I, Charles is a, is a wonderful award-winning chef in Houston, and when Charles and I were doing publicity for our book, uh, we were on camera at one point, and I, and I said, okay, so... Now you got to blindfold yourself. We blindfolded him and made him cook an omelet, and he did a really decent job. It was really quite good. <laughs> uh, I understand completely, and we're about to go to break, so I want to pick this up when we come back. But I also understand because um, one way that I dance Argentine tango is often with my eyes closed, and even the leader ah. can dance with their eyes closed. And it changes yeah. everything. You are totally focused, and you can feel your environment and totally connect. It, it's a beautiful thing for all of us to experience. So I want to talk more about the wisdom in this book because it could be called a recipe for life. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I'm your host. <laughs> I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, please go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now on your paper, write down what can you do to make the world a better place. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with John David Mann to talk more about his book, The Recipe, a story of lost love and the ingredients of greatness. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. 
With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what you can do to make the world a better place. And remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how my guides, Althea and Amania, can help you. I'm so glad we're here with John David Mann talking about his book the recipe and as i was saying before which could be could be called a recipe for life um john i i loved the conversation we were having during the break and i was wondering if you would share um with everybody what you were saying about the importance of the idea of everything that we do um uh, revealing, sure. you know, who we are and how important it is in relationships. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's. Uh, so this is there's a point in the book where Owen is Owen the boy is is kind of wondering out loud, is it really that important? Uh, uh, this particular detail about how how you cut. You know, he's cutting vegetables into these tiny little perfect pieces that are all supposed to be cut to the same identical size and shape. And he's and they're all going to go into a soup or something. And he's he's like. Is anyone going to really notice? I mean, does it really matter? And the chef is explaining to him that it does matter and why it matters. And, and he brings this principle, which is this lovely old Buddhist idea, I think originally, but it's been quoted by a zillion people, which is how you do anything reveals, it, it's, uh, it determines how you do everything. How you do anything is the same as how you do everything. Um, so what that means is how you make your bet. You know, there's this wonderful uh, admiral in the Navy who wrote a best-selling book called Make Your Bed, and it's about 10 ways you can change the world. And he says the first way you can change the world is make your bed in the morning. Uh, and he goes on to write a great eloquence about, you know, what, why that is and what impact that has. How you get dressed, how you, how you do everything about your house. But I, I was saying to Dr. Paula that I love to bring that back to relationships because it's, it's so meaningful and so powerful. How you say good morning. 
how you just tell your your husband or your wife or your 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 best friend that you love them. Uh, every morning, I bring my wife a cup of tea in bed. Uh, it's not that big a deal, uh, you could say, and you'd be right. It's not that big a deal, but she loves it. It's like her favorite thing, and I I always hear her talking to her friends on the phone and saying, "He brings me like this cup of hot tea every morning in bed." As if it's the most amazing thing, like I'm bringing her diamond necklaces and building her mansions. <laughs> and, uh, and it's a little thing, but it's a huge thing. Because it, like I was saying before the break, little things are what make the big difference. And that's, I think, as true in relationships, if not more true, than anywhere else in the world. Um, my, my wife and I, I, I've been married twice before, so I like to say third time is a charm because it's true. I got up the bat <laughs> twice and swung hard, but the third time I really connected it and hit it out of the park. And uh, we've been married for 10 years and, and have the, the most wonderful friendship um, and, and marriage, but it's, it's built on every day. It's like we discover each other. Every day we learn something new about each other. Every day we find things to tell each other we appreciate about the other person. And uh, it's so easy to let those things start to take themselves for granted and let entropy kind of sneak in and let things slide. Um, You know, like the, the famous joke about the the woman who says to her husband after 40 years of marriage says, you know, but do you still love me? He says, yeah, I told you I loved you 40 years ago and nothing's changed. Right. Well, <laughs> you can't wait 40 years, <laughs> you know, because every day is new. Every day we're, we're, we're freshly vulnerable. Um, every day we're rebuilding ourselves. So every day we have to, to start fresh and, and, uh, and live our lives as if it's the first day ever. Um, and well, that's, I think one reason why how you do anything is how you do everything. I, I think that's just so beautiful. And there is actually research that says that how, how you affect somebody then spreads to the next six people who they are in contact with. So that one cup of tea started her whole day with joy and appreciation and love, which then spreads to the next six people and each of the next six people that each of those people communicate with, etc. That is how you change the world. Um, And and, in so that it's so beautiful. It's not insignificant. It's huge. It's huge. Um, and and it's also the message of paying attention to the little things, um, because when you do the big things, tend to take care of themselves. How, talk to us a little bit a, about that rule. You know the. Um that's interesting because I'm thinking again about relationships and little things and how they take care of big things. And I'm, I'm, I'm taking this to a place that I don't know if we deal with this in the recipe or not, but it's something that um, I just came out with a book in the Go-Giver series called The Go-Giver Influencer. And it talks a lot about disagreement and how to productively have disagreement. Um, and, and so, you know, one of the things that we do in our lives is we disagree, <laughs> This goes back to where you started at the beginning of the program, Dr. Paula. Um, whether it's on Twitter or on Facebook or face-to-face, sadly these days it's much less face-to-face and much more on social media, which, which almost makes it easier to behave badly, behave poorly. But regardless where it is, 
Twitter, Facebook, in person, on the phone, and wherever, the same principles apply, which is when someone says something that you disagree with or someone says something that, that, that hurts my feelings or someone says something that I have a strong reaction to, right in that moment, there's this little choice. There's this little fork in the path. And this is the little thing I'm picking up at the moment where I have this choice of reacting defensively or, or, or aggressively or, or reacting, period, or of taking a breath and instead of coming from the place of that emotion, um, of coming from the place of listening, being larger than the emotion, and going, huh, I don't think I agree with that, but I think I get what you're saying. I'm not saying you say those words literally, but that's like the posture. And of, taking, of opening up a little space to allow the other person to say what they said and have that be okay and have yourself disagree with it, and then come back with something that continues dialogue rather than throws, picks up the rock and throws it back at them. It's, it's such a little choice, and it's so easy to flip the circuit to antagonism and to, to, to throwing the rock back, but it's equally easy to flip the switch the other way and to look at the rock you just, just got thrown at. You look at it on the ground and look up and go, huh, you threw a rock. Okay. Well, so here's my thought. Um, it's just like bringing my wife a cup of tea. It's just like cutting the vegetable perfectly squarely or perfectly round. It's just taking that little extra effort that affects the next six people and the next six conversations and the next six referendums and the next six elections and the next six course of history. Um, I think that, you know, where we are today is a product of lots and lots and lots of momentary decisions and dialogue that people have made that have escalated. And we can do the same thing. I, I, that was so um, beautifully said. Exactly. Um, nobody makes you do something. You know, people often say, well, he made me, you know, say that yeah. or he made me angry or whatever. No, we have a choice. We can take that breath and do and say something differently. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, earlier I mentioned your default posture. Like we all have default postures, which is sort of our, our habitual response patterns. Now we've all got them, we've, you know, but they, the, the thing that's beautiful about those is that you can change them just like your physical posture. I mean, let's say that I have slouched for 10 years of my life. I've been a sloucher and I become aware of it and I decide to change it. Uh, you can change that. Uh, it takes time. It takes, it takes conscious thoughtfulness. It takes attention more than anything. It just takes everyday attention. But just as you can change your physical posture, you can change your default emotional postures so that rather than... And, I, and the reason I'm saying this is that, is that I, I watched myself do it. There was a time early in my professional life when I was sort of waging war with some different people that I worked with. And I remember standing in the shower one day, I was washing my hair and kind of practicing what I wish I would have said in this last conversation that we had, because I would have said this and I would have said that. And then thinking back about what this guy said and how angry it made me and how wrong he was. And I just stopped in the middle of everything and said, 
what am I doing? <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. It was unpleasant enough while, when it was happening. Why am I rehearsing it and having it happen all over again ten times? Um, it, it, and I began the conscious practice of a, taking a different response. Thank you so much. Uh, what a beautiful place for us to end this conversation. And I hope you'll come back and talk about your new book. And after that, because what a delight. Um, thank you so much. And I wish you the very best with, um, with everything. And I encourage our listeners to purchase the book, The Recipe, and watch out for the movie. And visit John David Mann at johndavidmann.com and that's man with two N's and I want to thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit if you enjoyed today's show please go to paulajoyce.com like us on Facebook read my latest blog and learn about my services including life coaching speaking hands-on healing remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, to sponsor an experiential workshop such as overcoming abuse or discovering hope and silver linings. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount, which I do in person over the phone um, or on Skype with my coaching. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, the archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I want to introduce you to the guides Althea and Amania. They're two powerful guides who work with me and my clients and can work with you too. They want to help everyone. They'll help you release your anger and turn it into righteous indignation. That's their specialty. Use your own words or say something like Althea and Amania, I give you permission in a positive way only to use my anger to make the world a better place. Ask for their help when you wake up, go to sleep anytime of day or night when you feel frustration or anger building. Please join us next Thursday right here when Jonathan Robinson will talk with us about more love, more intimacy, and less conflict for couples on July 19th when Dina Miriam will talk about her journey through numerous lifetimes and July 26th when Stefan Schwartz will return to talk about creating lasting social change. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember... You are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.